Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, I told you we'd be coming back. Great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on right here at the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, give a shout-out to Benny. Hi, B. Hi, Hi B. Doing good. Be good. Uh, yep. Doing be, doing good. Yeah, so wash my hands, don't touch my face, and six feet apart. Yep. Yep. The, 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 that's right. The big three. You put them... Put these. Those are the big three. Is that is that's the trifecta, right? Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. And you know what? I think we're going to set a trend which will be used for years to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that what we're learning is a little bit more about things like this from a lot of different levels. But you know, I'm a kid that grew up in the streets in New York. Uh, dirt was pretty much my friend. I mean, uh, you know, I lived on the streets. We played in the streets. Um, I had a fort down in the uh, down the end of the street and in the junkyard that was down there. Uh, but you know, this is a different kind of awareness. And one of the things I'll tell you, Benny, that I'm learning about this, mm-hmm. and we talked about it in the last hour is I'm seeing the enormous level of creativity come to the forefront. I mean, I'm seeing things that are happening within the house. And yesterday, you and I, we went through, remember, we went through the whole list. Mm -hmm. You know, these are some cool things you can be doing at home, Yep. right? Mm -hmm. Um, There are also some other creative things that we could be doing. But, you know, there's something about creativity that we don't talk enough Mm -hmm. about. We don't talk enough about creativity and creation or creativity and the quantum physics of the world or creativity and what we look at in our lives. But we don't look at creativity from a spiritual perspective, from a perspective of meaning, essentials, and how we can tap into something that is so deeply inside of us already that all we have to do is remember. I got hooked, Benny, at home yeah. uh, watching the, uh, I think it's Netflix. i watching this, this uh, Ragnarok uh, Norwegian-like series huh. on, I think it's Netflix. It's, it's Thor, but it's really literally done in Norwegian, although they're dubbing it with English. But it was the story of Ragnarok we know as the end of the world, according to the pop culture. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't about that. You know, it was about the beginning. It was about this. And, you know, there was a point in time in here when the Thor character kid was touched by, you know, ancient spiritual right in the third eye, like right there, like in the third eye. 
and he was never the same. He stepped into his fullness. He discovered how to become that which he was meant to be. And so today, as we have two incredibly creative people on talking about the creativity oracle, uh, author Monty Farber and artist Amy Zerner joining me here today and what they have created literally these visions of enchantment, right? But this is really an inner guide. It's like your inspirational magic that resides within. And the question then becomes, what if, what if we were to tap into this? What if we were to learn how creativity is perhaps the source of everything? And this is something that has been on my mind for a long time, even as a young kid. Didn't really call it that. But today, you're going to take a journey with both of them, you know, as they are authors, they're speakers, you know, spiritual leaders, you know it. They're out there, are fantastic artists, artists, right? Whether you're looking at jewelry or you're looking at fabulous images, they have been at this for longer than most people understood that spirituality and creativity are a thing. So today, fasten your seatbelt and get ready to slide down the looking glass, taking a deep look at creativity in life, in your life, and how we tap into those visions that go beyond the beyond. Great to have you both here, Monty, Amy. Awesome to have you. Thank, Thank you, you, Dr. Pat. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you make it sound very exciting. And, and it is an exciting time because everybody is sort of an enforced hermit now or an enforced spiritual seeker who's gone into their own cave. And it's if we don't approach everyday life in a creative way, it's going to make people very anxious and, and not successful. I, think I mean, go ahead. No, go ahead, Amy, because I was just going to hit you up on this. That was like a mouthful, Monty, and you are so right about it. But boy, somebody asked me, what did I think the greatest missed opportunity? I get asked some interesting questions by other people that interview me, uh, and I'm starting to get out more. Like this, tr I'm, I'm like a quadruple introvert, but I am starting to get out more. And so they asked me some interesting questions. And, you know, they asked me questions about this time and what the opportunities are. And now that I've read your book and I've looked at these cards, do you know what the missed opportunity might be if we don't get the message out? Do you guys know? I, I'm interested to hear what you think. Creativity. Yes, yes, yes. Creativity. Go ahead, Amy. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I was just going to say, if you think about it, all the solutions, all the inventions, all the um, problems that get solved, it's from the creative mind of mathematicians, scientists, artists. And I think people have maybe a limited uh, concept of what being an artist is because you, you can apply it to every part of your life. It's when you're cooking. It's when you're having a relationship and a conversation. It's not just making things. But um, this is how we can solve the world's problems by being more creative. And you have to really focus. Our cards are, we have 80 cards in our Oracle and they, um, they describe all the little steps 
of the creative process because there are stumbling blocks. There are moments of inspiration and flashes and leaps of faith and uh, all the different steps that we uh, have observed in our own life. That's what we put into the cards that help people on their own creative journey. And we'll, uh, they can have fun while they use them too. And artists, it's not just for artists. No. In no. a way, we're, we're all artists. Every day we wake up and, and we have to figure out how to navigate today and deal with all the situations that we have. And we, when in, in dealing with all the different publishers and store owners and whatever, we look at everybody as a creative person or not a creative person. They decide to, to be that or not. And when you have a creative person, they're going to succeed in whatever they do. So creativity is not just for artists. It's for everybody, parents, uh, teachers. There's a way to approach things creatively, and that's what the Creativity Oracle is all about, is helping you. It, it's be, having a coach like I do, like Amy. I have this National Endowment for the Arts award-winning artist who's helped me <laughs> so much, and I've come into myself as, as an artist myself, thanks to her and growing up in a family of artists. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so struck by what you both have created. And for those of you out there, um, you know, we're, we're going to give you a copy of the book today away. But what you've created, I mean, it's one thing to have a concept, right? You know, I, I've had concepts, you know, in my research, I had a concept, but then you have to take a concept, and you have to bring it to life. And some people bring it to life, you know, I, I bring words to life every day. And what I do, and I'm a kid that stuttered through her teenage years. Oh, I mean, wow. I, I couldn't get a dang half a sentence. I still you hear me just stutter right there a little bit. Oh, I still right. stutter. I still stutter. But I mean, look at this. What does it take, Amy? What does it take to take that first step into the yes zone of creativity? I. I was just thinking that um, I come from a family of artists. My mother was an artist and her father was an artist and I was very nurtured to express myself and communicate myself artistically. And And my mother always, you know, she always said, don't say no to any, uh, you know, opportunity, say yes. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're saying, to say yes. But starting, I, I have the advantage of... Um, of being an Aries and we like to start things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was my stepmom. That's that's for sure. <laughs> the, the number 18 card, which is usually the hardest card for people, it's it's uh, number 18 is start. And it's uh, one of the most important creativity oracle cards because the journey of a thousand miles be begins beneath your feet. And unless you decide to take that first step, you're gonna stand there journeying in your head. Mm. I that's a very sensitive uh, point because it can be crushed so easily if somebody yes. says, no, you can't do that, yes. or that's a bad idea. I think um, once we were giving a, a workshop and we were talking about that part of the process and so many people said that, you know, when they were young, they gave up their pursuit of the arts because somebody crushed that idea, you know, whether it was a parent even being overprotective and saying you should be, you know, be more practical or, or that's not a practical idea. We have to be so careful and so nurturing of that very first step, that incubation phase. And it helps to be rebellious in a way, because a lot of times, especially for women, unfortunately, they're told to be, you know, good girls. 
and and not to be rebellious, but you have to be a bit of a rebel to live life creatively because you are approaching a situation and looking at it as if for the first time and deciding I'm going to do it my way. So if, yeah. you, if you're the kind of person that allows other people and worries what other people are going to think about what you do, and we have cards that address every one of these issues because we've had to address every one of these issues. Yeah. Because the creativity oracles for us as much as for anybody else. Also, you know, from uh, reading a lot of people astrologically and uh, Monty's, uh, you know, consults people psychically, you see what their stumbling blocks are, whether they're perfectionists or procrastinators. We, we've seen and heard it all, and it's really been our job to to inspire them to, to take the next steps beyond that. And, you know, we all have different personalities, so we all have different different timing with our projects. Sometimes you put something aside and have to pick it up again. I mean, God knows we've, we've <laughs> experienced all of that. And we could pay for our walls if they still sent rejection letters. Now it's rejection. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. You yeah. know, let's talk about this for a little bit because this is directly related to the Creativity Oracle. Yes, it um, is. It's directly related to it because how many people do you know if you even approached them and suggested they were creative, that their response would be, nah, I'm not creative, right? They say, I and, can't draw a straight line. Which oh, that's I remember the first workshop I did on creativity. Oh, my gosh. It was like way back. I think I was still in my corporate job. Uh, oh, one of my corporate jobs. And I remember I did my first workshop on creativity. And I think I had this moment where I got so frustrated as I went around the room, right? And, and I learned something in that workshop. The first question, you, you, you don't ask people your first question. You don't ask them if you think they're creative. So you don't do that right away, um, <laughs> although you could. Uh, but here's what I, what I, what I realized is, we have a perception or a misperception about creativity. I want to ask each of you, if you wouldn't mind sharing, what is the misperceptions we have around creativity? Well, that, that it's something other than yourself. Because if you're not a creative being, you wouldn't be alive right now. Because you've had to create answers to problems that have threatened your very existence. And I know that sounds a little harsh, but like yeah. right now, with the way things are in the world, I think people are seeing that more and more. But people don't give themselves a break. I think um, it reminds me when we were first starting to write this book, I reached out to some of our social media and said, what, what do you think you would need from a project like this? What is what problems do you have with your creative process? And so many of them, I would say 90% of them said they didn't think anybody would be interested in what they have to offer. Yeah. And that kind of broke my heart. Yeah. And that's a self-esteem issue. So, you know, when you're creative, you're filling your heart, you're filling your mind, you're filling your spirit. I mean, really the creative process puts you in the moment. It does all the spiritual things that we're always told we should do, but it does it in such a fun way. I mean, I, we think of it as sacred play because it is so spiritual. Yeah, you know, for me, it's fascinating what we're talking about because I didn't really discover the, let's just call it the outwardly creative side, 
right? And what I mean by that is, of course, you know, now that I look back, I could see the creative side of me in my life in, in being homeless. I mean, I talk about this all the time about how I learned how important it was that if you're homeless and you're begging for money in New York, you better make sure you have the baseball cap for both baseball teams when you're collecting money. I love it. <laughs> right? Right? Uh, and, 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 and there are ways that we don't realize creativity can fuel someone else's creativity. And let's talk about that if we could for a minute and then we're going to get to the cards we're going to do something real live today on the show with cards but we we don't see how we hurt another's creativity as well as we don't see how we can fuel another's creativity what can we learn from this well look at what we can learn just from you saying you used both uh team hats <laughs> You yeah. put yourself in another person's position. And that is one of the beautiful things about creativity. There's two kinds of creativity. There's a kind of creativity like Amy and I do, which is where I'm making something for someone who I don't know, but who I'm assuming doesn't know anything about what I'm talking about. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking about them and I'm creating something from the point of view of Zen mind, beginner's mind. Something so, useful. Something that they can use to empower themselves, trying to pass on the knowledge. But what I, what I think is most people's creativity has to be for themselves or the people that are close to them. Because for people to say, uh, I don't know if anyone would be interested, you're the one who has to be interested in, what, in approaching life creatively, and then everything will flow out of that. Yeah, there's no question about it. Um, let's take a look at what you have created here, the Creativity Oracle. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, Amy Zerner and Monty, Monty Farber joining me here today. This is their latest project. And the deck, first of all, I call it a deck. But the cards, when you look at the imagery on every card, every card is this masterpiece. And the imagery and the symbolism of what's on the cards, it just, I, I mean... You, hours, you can spend hours on one card just looking at the detail of what's in it. Everything from the people that might be in here to the color selection. Um, it's, they're just beautiful. Thank you. So they really are, really are, Amy. But how you matched up the idea or the creative note, for example, how you match up something like growth, if I could just use that card. Two cards uh, popped out, growth and worry. There you go. <laughs> well, you there you have it. <laughs> too much growth if you worry too much. Yeah, there you go. Um, but what I was struck by is, number one, the first card in the deck was the fear card. But I was really struck by the imagery and the messaging of the cards. You know, how did this come to you? How did this come to you guys? We're working on Amy's uh, coffee table art book that's going to be out next year. And yeah. yes, it's going to be a next year, everybody, so don't worry <laughs> about that. Um, and, <laughs> and our publisher said, you guys are so creative. Have you ever thought of doing the creative, a creativity oracle? We thought, what a great idea. It was kind of a collaboration. He put the seed in our, um, in uh -huh. our 
songs, and there is a card called Seed. But, you know, Monty and I collaborate on all our projects, me as the artist, and it's his words, and he kind of illustrates my imagery with his words and articulates it. And our specialty is creating oracles because, I, I don't know, that's what our mission is in this lifetime, what we're put on Earth for, to trigger intuition, to trigger creativity. And the way it comes to life is sort of back and forth. We work here in our home. We each have our studio and we have meetings when we have dinner. And it's a very uh, kind of seamless life, our creativity and our, our lifestyle. And and that's what we put our love that we have together. We put it into our work. Mm. And it turns out the creativity oracle is one of the most fun things we've ever done. It is totally fun thing to use. Yeah. So I can only imagine. I mean, let me let me just be really clear. Um, it, it doesn't go by me at, as to how much effort was put into creating these. You know, that's not lost on me. And it's not going to be lost on, you know, the people that get this. Now, one of the things that I want to make sure that folks know is how to find out how they get their own copy. So let's talk about that. What's the best way for people to get their own deck of cards in the book? Um, it, it's on all the major websites. I would like people to go to their local bookstore and ask them to order the, the, the Creativity Oracle. Oh, actually, wait a minute. Wait, okay. <laughs> that could be for the archives because right now people can't go to their local bookstore because for some reason they're not listed as essential essential services though they are right right amazon and barnes and noble and our own web website is called the and schiffer publishing schiffer publishing or red feather is the actual imprint but schiffer with a, a c s-c-h-i-f-f-e-r they're doing direct uh mailing of it and cool. it just came out this week in march yeah it just it came out i know for amy's birthday and, and <laughs> i know same <laughs> well, you know, look, here's the interesting thing. In the book, in the beginning, as you're talking about creativity, you say creativity is composed of equal parts of intelligence, intuition, and heroism, right? Yes. Can I would like for you uh, all to talk about that, but also how you've gotten that to translate to the cards. Well, the creative process is something that we're very familiar with here, but the heroism part, which might mm -hmm. not seem apparent to people, is your, you know, the, the great Chinese general Sun Tzu said, one who overcomes others is great, one who overcomes themselves is greatest. And the creativity oracle helps you have that conversation with yourself where you're actually, you're not working on yourself, you're working. And, and the self-development and growth comes as part of that. I think also that um, it encourages you to have a range of experience. I know you said you worked in the corporate world mm -hmm. and you understand what went into our cars. Just as, as an example, Monty and I have experienced a lot in our lives in different um, phases of our career. Monty worked in the film business. I, I'm a fashion designer. I sell my clothing at Bergdorf Goodman. And so you can imagine having to understand those industries has really taught us a lot and uh, helped us understand. People need to expand their awareness of how things are made, how things get done, um, what the processes of manufacturing are, what the processes of business 
is what, what buyers look for, what, you know, if they're going to take it to that extent. It's one thing if you're doing a craft project at home to hang on the wall. It's another thing if your goal is really to have many people experience your creativity. So there's, there's all kinds of facets of this. Yeah, we've, we've encountered, because we do so many things with so many different people, we have encountered incredibly creative people who, if we were to tell them we think of them as business artists or artists of what they do, they'd laugh at us. But the, we think of them as, as you know, no different than what we do. They, they look at a problem. They, they free associate ideas regarding uh, how to solve the problem. And they come to solutions. And that's creativity. And it's well, also true, the more you do it, the braver you get, the more courage you have. Because, And that's true of um, learning the tarot, learning how to use an oracle, learning how to paint. You, you know, any techniques that you're learning, the more you practice, the better you get. Right. Well, and, you know, part of this is looking at them and looking at the wisdom, you know, that we glean from the messaging and putting that together. Yeah. When we come back, I would love for you both to take us on a journey of that. You know, whether it be a one card reading, and we're gonna talk about the different readings you could do, or whether it's a past, present, and future, what that means and how to do it. When we come back, we're gonna get some real live experiences. And for those of you out there that would love to get a card pulled and get a reading right here, come on. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Give us a call. Benny will put you in the queue and we'll get you a card pull for your desire. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www. DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amirabeth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit Amirabeth.com. 
Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the Maximum You. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Wow, Benny, thank you. Thank you. Hey, everybody, welcome back. And we are taking your calls, 1-800-930-2819. We would love to pull a card for you. Yep, we got them rolling out right here. 1-800-930-2819. Just call Benny. He'll put you in the queue. Get a, get a question in the forefront. Let, let's take a, a look at, uh, the first of all, not just the cards, but the way to use the cards. I think what I mentioned before the break was um, that you can simply start with a one-card reading, but that's not the only way to use the cards. Can you walk us through some of the things you've outlined in the book? Well, the first thing to remember is you can be creative about how you do the cards. So, <laughs> so I'm sure people are going to come up with their own ways, and thats that would be the best thing ever. Uh, the one card, it's always good to start simple. And so the one card reading is good, but every situation that you have has a past, a present, and a future. So you said that before the break, and that's that's actually a really good way to do it. And with these cards, it's not like you have to learn tarot or astrology or anything like no. that. The words, the meaning of the card is right on the card. It's printed yeah. on the other side. You have the Amy's art on one side filling it, you know, it's a, a full bleed right out to the edge of the card. And on yeah. the other side is, is a keyword and then then and then the other words. So you And you, then you look up in the book and you have a deeper meaning. So yeah, and the book is full color, so you can actually see the card that you just picked. Um and, and there's more, more in depth meaning than what's on the card. But what's on the card should trigger within you a reaction. Either you like it, you don't like it, it makes you remember a memory. Um it it you connect it to someone else. Sometimes there's just one piece of it that pops out at you. That's the way an oracle works. It should be mm -hmm. the first impression that leaps out, whether, yeah, like whether it's a word or yeah, and we the even face, have... the expression of the character. That's well, what's fun. People shouldn't be intimidated to use it, and they work for beginners or experts, uh, you know, any level they'll work for. And, and for every aspect of creativity, like you said, there's 80 cards. And we have a card for that. So there's free associate, which says, allow the first thing that comes into your mind without self-censorship to bestow a vision upon you. And we have a fear card because fear is the destroyer. Mm -hmm. And and fear can stop, you know, the greatest, the strongest person can stop in their tracks because of fears. Now, we're, we've been doing this a long time, and Monty, when he does psychic readings, he lets the first impressions come through him. He sees pictures, he sees little movies, he sees, he's he's an expert at 
Tree Association. And I also, when I make my art, all the art is done without um, preconceiving it. I don't make a sketch. I kind of let the dream form through me. And that's kind of a, a way of channeling. And, if you and have... I think most creativity, writing, whether it's writing or composing music, it's kind of a form of channeling. And the minute you start thinking about what will this person think or or, or this remind, uh, this is, I'm doing something wrong. The minute you start to self-censor, you know, you, you, you might as well have 27 people around you holding you down. If, if you're holding yourself down, no one can do it like you can do it to yourself. So these cards are, are like having a creativity coach. You know, a lot of people spend a lot of money on coaches. And, yeah. And the... That's why we made the Creativity Oracle. You don't need to spend more than what it takes to buy this. I'll give you some examples of, say you're doing the three-card reading for the past, present, and future. You could yeah. ask something like, how long will doing such and such affect me? How, or describe the influences of such and such on the past, present, and future of this project. Or what can help me manifest my dream of whatever. And this is in the book. It's not like... You have to figure that out yourself. The, the book, like I said before, when we write it, we're writing it for another person and we're thinking about how, does, how do we take this person on a gentle journey that can help them overcome any limitations they might be putting on themselves. And, and it can be done because we've done it for ourselves. And another way we uh, suggest using it is in conjunction with a tarot reading. So many people love the tarot now, and you could do a spread with your tarot cards and then pick a creativity card on top of that to you know, get further meaning or another aspect of it. And, and for those of you who have the Enchanted Tarot, Amy is the artist of the Enchanted Tarot, and I wrote the book about that. My technique is basically, we didn't mention it, it's um, fabric collage. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I was going to ask you. It's yeah. all sewn together, just like my Enchanted Tarot. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's not face uh, photoshopped. It's Amy has, they've actually all been sewn. It's bits and pieces of ribbons and um, antique fabrics and textiles. that, And I also paint on the fabric. So it's my own sort of original technique. Yeah, and Amy is, a, like I said before, the winner of the National Endowment for the Arts in the category of painting for work that's all fabric. She was mm -hmm. the first in the history of the NEA to win a painting award for work that's all fabric. So wow. So you're getting an 80-piece art gallery of Amy Zerner's work, and those who know the Enchanted Tarot or know the uh, Enchanted Love Tarot, which just came out from our same publisher of the Creativity Oracle, Schiffer, they'll know that the art is at, at the same time gentle, but wise and powerful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that, you know, unless you've experienced it, and let, let's take a look at it, because I pulled three cards uh, oh. in answering your question that you presented. I think you posed the question, what will it take to dot, 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 to do this, 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 and this? Okay. So for me, my question is, and the reason this is coming up for me, is because we are um, redesigning our entire back-end, front-end network and channel design. And we've been doing it for a while. And I'm, I'm really uh, at the place now where I need to accelerate it. So I asked what would it take to get our network full build out completed 
in the next three months, including the launch of Street Smart COVID-19 next week? Well, that's a, uh, that's a great question. I like that you were so specific because the more specific you are, the more you can apply the answer to your situation. So what were the cards? What was the path? Okay, I didn't turn them over yet. I'm only looking at the picture. So the first picture is it's got like, a, is that a flamingo or a swan? And that is called recharge for the past. Ah, so that's actually what you're doing. You're, you're recharging your whole... Uh, situation, your your whole show. Or yeah, you know, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Because every, and 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 the cards, the, you know, the creative creative process is not static. So you, so in the past, you were in the situation like, you know what, we got to recharge things. We've been doing it this way for a while. Let's do it differently. And that's in, in anyone's creative process, it does reach that point, As, especially if you've had success with something. Yeah, I mean, we're redesigning it. Um, you know, first of all, we're light years ahead when it comes to digital broadcasting, which we now call podcasting. But but we're creating something really friendly for our hosts and our co-hosts. And we started it last year, and uh, we're now doing it with our programmer, current programmer. So that's my question. And, uh, the, and so that was the... I guess that was my past. Yeah, so and what's so the, in the present. In the present. I'm not sure what this is. Let me turn this over. Yeah. They, I don't know if they're dancing or what they're doing on there. Oh, you mean it's enchantment. <laughs> wow. It's enchantment. Yeah. We are enchanted when the muses sing. That's wow. my present card. That's a, one of the best creativity uh, oracle cards there is. So it, it, it's, it's, it should be. It's telling you to really let it fly, that it should be exactly the way you want it to be. Oh, okay. Enchantment comes from the, uh, I think it's Latin or, or Italian, encantada, to sing in. Yes. So it, it's it's to allow the muses to sing into you the way the sirens sang to Odysseus, where it, it penetrates you and allow yourself to be fully inspired and not to think about, well, this costs this much and this exactly uh, this wire has to go to this wire and, and you know it's, I, it's telling you to be completely enchanted and artistic about it and let yourself be inspired i would say that you probably are i would say having this quiet time that we're all experiencing that you probably have a zillion ideas right now <laughs> yeah. well I, i'm pretty clear i mean i built the vision for this uh close to 13 years ago but the technology just wasn't there to do it efficiently and effectively. And, you know, as time went on, we built it. You know, we, we built a technology that is allowing us to put up street smart COVID-19 in 24 hours, an entire channel with website uh, host and co-host interfaces, automatic players for all the people we're going to invite to join us and do a podcast. I mean... 24 hours, that's going. Amazing. That's fully functioning. But you're right, you nailed one thing because I'm approaching this to, I went back to our programmer and I said to Jessica, you need to find out from Merrick what he needs to do to get this done. What kind of help? What additional programmer? And you're right, the money thing did come up and I oh. could feel myself, you know, starting to back off from that. And I have never been one to let money be the thing that stops my dream. 
and and there are cards that say you know to be practical at that particular oh, time. But getting the enchantment for the, for the present means yeah. at this time, when you're asking the card, is to go for it. Let 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 yourself go across. Oh the boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to know what I got for the future? Yeah. Yes, of course. Do you guys want to guess? No, I'm already kidding. <laughs> there's only there's only another 73 cards. Well, this one actually cards. surprised me. Uh, perfectionism. Oh. Uh, well. Well, this is something for everyone because yes. everyone's got a little bit of that going on. True story. <laughs> this is a true story. One time, um, I I was thinking to myself, you know, maybe I'm a perfectionist, and then I thought. Well, if I was really a perfectionist, I'd be a lot more perfect. And then I realized, God, if, could I be more of a perfectionist to say something that stupid? And so <laughs> perfectionism is something that has to be guarded against, especially if you have Saturn and Virgo like Amy and I do. Wow. But what, it, what it's telling you is, you know, at a certain point, the future rushes up at you and you create your new website and everything is done. And at the, you should not. Uh, judge it harshly at the end and say, oh, my God, I could have done this better. Yes, and this. Exactly. It's I think it's the lot of so many creative people because, uh, I mean, I know it in myself when I finish something, sometimes you spot the flaw or it, it's hard to embrace it as a fully, you know, perfect creation. That's, that's what's good about being a collage artist. You can just put something over it. <laughs> But perfectionism is very subtle. It means that you set a high bar for yourself, and and that seems to make sense. But sometimes it seems impossible to achieve. So I would say, according to your reading, you have you have a very big idea and a big goal. And you know, once you get there in three months, I think is what you put on it. Yeah. There well, might- uh, COVID the COVID nineteen channel uh, will be up on Monday. Right. Yeah. So- but so the full website you, redesign uh, is is three months. Yes, that's so what, correct. What it's telling you is the only thing that can stop your enchantment state right now and block the future is perfectionism. Because yeah, that's true. We all know a lot of people we know are working on their novel or their screenplay right now, and uh, they're home. But or they're the eating a bag of chocolate. Right. <laughs> and, and the biggest problem with creativity, or one of them, is finishing. Because once it's finished, it gets judged. You judge it. Everyone else judges it. But then you also, once you finish it, you have another goal. And that, you know, that's right on top of the achievement. So either you have to take time to have satisfaction in the, in the goal that you just achieved. But often it stimulates another goal because that's part of the creative process. Yeah. Wow. Um, I want to um, a- ask you both, and also for those of you out there, if you would like to give us a shout and have us pull cards for you today, please feel free to do that. 1-800-930-2819. You know, one of the things I was also really struck by is when I actually started to, uh, and I just pulled these three cards uh, here right now. The question that I just got coming in to me is in a text form from one of our listeners. Um, is there another card? Is there another card that you might pull that gives you more clarification? I think what they're asking is I pull these three cards, but if there's something that is not clear to me about them, would I pull a fourth card? Do you know what I'm saying? 
Yes, sure. well, I love to do that with the tarot because if it leaves you, you know, confused or, you know, without clarity, pick another card and just say, you know, give me, you're talking to the spirit world or your higher self or the universe, you know, just kind of demand a little more clarity. <laughs> Until you feel more secure about it. And once again, people are going to come up with creative ways of using the creativity oracle that we can't even imagine right now. At least we hope so, because that's what they're there for. Yeah. Well, I what I did is I did I picked the fourth card. Now the fourth card was uh, I had shuffled the deck, and this last card was sitting right on the top of the deck. Uh, I couldn't see the word, and so the fourth card that I picked is number seventy nine, success. Well, that's nice. that, there. You go. There you go. Yeah, I, I could see I could see now how one would do this, right? Yeah, it's not it's it's really simple. That's that's really telling you to when you when you get to where you are in three months to really enjoy yeah. it. And, yeah. You know, that to really appreciate what you've what you've created, because as a creative person, there's always the impetus to there was the perfection card. But to, there's always the, the impetus to just go on to the next thing. But a lot of times people don't enjoy what they've created. Right. And that's why they don't think of themselves as being creative because they've never, they've never worn the clothes of being creative. You yeah. know, I mean, people could have a special celebratory outfit or something. Do <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, you got plenty of them. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about this that's so true, and let me get to this. First of all, for people just tuning in, you know, it's so great to have Amy, Monty, have you both here. Let's make sure folks know, one, how to find out more about you and how to get the book in the cards. Tell, Would you mind telling folks how to do that? I don't mind at all. Amy and I, uh, we have three main websites. We have The Enchanted World, all one word, theenchantedworld.com. And then there's Amy Zerner. Dot com a, a z e r n e r and monty with an e montyfarber.com those three websites will, you'll know more than you want to know about <laughs> about us uh -huh. you, can see, you can see amy's amazing art her fashion that's uh, at bergdorf's when they ever open and <laughs> the <laughs> jewelry that's there too uh, i mean this is such a, this is the time that people can either spend their time in fear or they can spend their time in creativity or a mixture of the both but this is a great time for people to get in touch with their creativity because as i said at the beginning this is we're all we're all monks we're all monks in caves yeah. in, in the himalayas now plus you need time to set up create your sacred space to you know dabble fool around lots of times with the creative project you need that um, time to to sort of prime the pump it doesn't come out full blown you know to be a finished product you have to play and you have to yeah. have quiet time and peace and quiet and shut out the outside world. All of our books and tools are about that, listening to your intuition. But you don't do that in a crowded, you know, subway. Right. You do that when you're having a little ceremony, a ritual for yourself to pull the cards, to think, to tune in. Uh, so th this time we're all in is perfect for nurturing. Yeah. And fixing up your house, even in Oh, small yeah. That's, that's cre creative. That's totally creative. I, and, you know, picking colors or, or I don't know if people can paint because maybe the actually I think the paint stores are open. At least they are out here. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is uh, I know what people are doing is they are basically 
they're ordering what they need online. I mean, you know, clearly uh, Amazon is hiring left and right. I mean, we do know that. But we're finding very creative ways, you know, to figure out what it is we need and how to get it for those people especially that can buy things. You know, these are tough times for people. Um, You know, this is the time where we try to figure out how to live in life and still understand that the basic essentials have to be taken care of. But this is also where we can be highly creative. Yes. Highly creative. I mean, there's a lot of hopeful signs, a lot of uh, vaccines and medicines and different mm-hmm. this is, And being a scientist is a totally creative thing because creativity is responding to challenges and what a challenge we all have now. I just yeah. want to say how healing it is to be creative. I mean, when you're worried, when you're anxious, when you're... When you're being creative, whether you're writing in your journal or coloring a coloring book or cooking a meal that engages you to be in the present moment and your worry and anxiety really dissipates. And that's that's really one of the main reasons I love it and immerse myself in it so much because it it's such a cleansing experience. It's like taking a shower. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I want to thank you both for your time here. Um, today and and I have a couple I, I have an odd question and this I'm always curious about this uh, and maybe this question goes to you Amy are there any one or two of these that was a challenge for you to do you mean the art yeah um, not really because <laughs> you're asking the wrong person she makes <laughs> art like a bee makes honey oh there you go I think um, at this point in my life, at the age I am, I fully embrace all these aspects and have experienced them. And my, I was just excited to share it. So I think it, you know, it's really for me like giving birth and enjoying the baby. I I just want to share something with your audience. When I first met Amy, one of the most amazing things I learned from her in terms of beginning your project, and I guess she learned it from her mother, is that. you're probably going to throw away the first thing you do, or the first things you do are like a baseball player swinging a practice bat in the the on-deck circle. So it's more important to start rather than to judge the start and to to swing that practice bat and and experiment with it because it gets you on the road. And if you don't get on the road, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. I I mean... So much. Uh, Benny, we do have a caller. I'm sorry, Benny. I didn't see that message out there from you. Let's bring on our caller for sure, Benny. Yeah, Judy from Seattle. Welcome to the show, Judy. Hi, Judy. Sorry sorry to keep you waiting there. Oh, that's okay. I'm enjoying listening to the conversation. (laughs) Uh, How can we help you today? Well, I have a question about a male partner for me. And is that something that's coming to me soon or later? Or not. Or do you want to know how you can create that partner? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, I've been working on it. That's why I'm wondering. Maybe I'm not doing the right stuff. It's funny that you say that you've been working on it. I pulled the preparation uh, preparation, uh, creativity oracle card. It says, luck comes most often to the person and the place where preparation, opportunity, and skill meet. Uh, So it's like you've done the right thing. 
as and, okay. and being yourself as fully as you can be, that helps you to magnetize uh, the the right person to. I mean, that's what we've found in our yeah, life. right. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, do you want to want to hear the you want to hear the card I pulled? Okay. Sure. I pulled the card direction. Switch gears, reboot, and try a different direction. So, is there somebody you've been waiting for? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you certainly picked a challenging time because nobody can go out of their house. Right. Oh, if there's a place to I have know, a picnic, right? if there's a place to have a picnic, maybe six feet away, there'll be another the right person. Yeah, because of because of the art on the preparation card. Because the right, art can tell right. you stuff too. That uh, I forgot to mention that because free associating with what you see in the art is another way to get in touch with your intuition, with your spirit, um, because it'll trigger memories, smells, things like that. When I looked at it, I saw a picnic, but she could also be doing a ritual outside. Wow. So that's a good, uh -oh. it's always good to do a ritual for your intention. Oh, okay, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah well, I totally just, about I rituals. I setting up a creative table last night, actually. I mean, I've been working mm. on some creativity, well, so uh, keep going that direction, probably. I'm sure. Well, yes, and and when you're as a creative and when you approach life creatively, you become fun to be with. So if you meet the right person who wants to vibrate with your fun vibration, then you can do it together the way Amy and I do it and have for 45 years. Yeah, that's what I want. Some, you know, somebody to have fun with. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Yeah, I, I'm all about the fun. Right. I mean, we, fun, right. <laughs> well, thank you. That was enlightening. I appreciate that. Oh, it's our pleasure. Literally. Uh, thank you. Hey, thank you, Amy. Thank you, Monty. Thank you so much. Please give out the website one more time. And then a uh, personal message. What would you like to leave us with today? Okay. Uh, the website is either The Enchanted World, all one word, so that's two E's that run into each other, or Amy Zerner with a Z, Z-E-R-N-E-R, amyzerner.com or Monty, with an E, MontyFarber.com. And Amy is now going to pull a card as the message. And it's actualization. You will achieve your full potential by virtue of your creativity and your honest pursuit of truth. And I'll tell you, that does say it all. Thank you both for today. Dr. Pat. That was great. Thank you. Thank you both. Wow. Um, I'll tell you, everybody, these are very, very fun. And what I love about the Creativity Oracle cards is that they're very direct, very direct and very, what should I say, expansive. Thank you both for joining me here today. Thanks for everything. Our Bye. pleasure. Thank you, Benny. Thank you for pushing all the right buttons. And mostly thank you all of you for tuning us in and turning us on every day. Have a good one, everybody. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.